Welcome to the ShrinkThink Podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Nathan. And we're both licensed professional counselors in Oregon here to bridge the gap between therapists and clients. We are your companions on your journey to build your healthcare practice, yourself, and your relationships. To get you started, we've created a free email course on our website, shrinkthink.com forward slash awesome. Just kidding. (laughs) Forward slash podcast. We've got practical steps on overcoming fear and anxiety. Hey, thank you for joining us on the Shrink Think Podcast. Disclaimer and newsflash, we are not your therapist. Welcome to the game. We are just educating you and that is it. Do not take what we're saying as a life-changing situation. Please just enjoy the program, sit back, relax, and thank you for being here. Hey, I'm Whitney Owens. If you haven't heard about me, I am the person behind the Wise Practice Podcast, which is part of the Sightcraft Network of Podcasts. I am so proud to be a part of this network, along with Aaron and Nathan, and the good work that they are doing to help people on their journey. If you haven't discovered the Wise Practice Podcast, you can find it wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'd love for you to join us as we explore how to grow a faith-based practice that brings you the income you need and the lifestyle you want. So be sure to check out the podcast and other helpful information at WhitneyOwens.com. There you will learn more about the Wise Practice community, how to become a member, as well as information on the 2023 Wise Practice Summit, where Aaron and Nathan, along with ShrinkThink, are sponsors. Hey everyone, welcome to the Shrink Think Podcast. We are excited. I'm excited. I'm not sure where you are. Distracted. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying not to be. <laughs> Try, trying to get excited for this episode. Uh, no, I mean, we're always excited to be here as always, but just showing up and looking forward to unpacking this topic that we've got today, which is kind of an interesting one. It applies to all kinds of different relationships friendships, family, relationships, partnerships. Not know, as much with know. your dog, though. Um, no, because I think the dog kind of repairs a lot easier. The <laughs> yeah, dog just yeah. comes and like, sits in your lap and is like, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, oh, okay. He's <laughs> my best friend. He totally understands. <laughs> yeah, you get me. <laughs> but this is like situations when uh, you've had like a disagreement of some kind and it's big enough that like it has gone unresolved and you're sort of at a, maybe at a stalemate. And I don't want to say like you've hashed it out for a long time and you're at a stalemate, although that could be the case. It's more like you've reached a a point where you're like, okay, I don't really know what else can be said about this. And you sort of, maybe there's a pause, you know, somebody takes a timeout or, or maybe it's like late and, uh, or, you know, you're hanging out and like you just go separate ways and it's really unresolved. Right. And so then you're left with this. And it, I guess it could even be a coworker relationship where it's like, OK, we're going to go home. And like the next day you're at the office and it's like. Hey. <laughs> hey. Or you just focus on your work. You're like not going to talk about whatever. Right, right. But that's like the feeling, right? It's like right. it's awkward. So you're like, OK, I'm just going to like focus on my work. I'm going to bring my own water instead of like bringing my cup to the water cooler, you know, sort of right, right. Yeah, you're, you're now avoiding changed your lifestyle just a little bit. Right. Now I have to get water five minutes later. Cause he always gets it at this time. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> like. 
So it's like those situations, like, what do you do when you're in that situation? And you don't want to like bring the thing up again because it's like, what are you going to say? And you don't want to just repeat the past or rehash what was already said, but you also don't want to like move forward and like start this thing up again. So like, what the heck do you do? Like, what's a good kind of, I don't know, starting point or what's a, a good approach you can take for that? So that's kind of what this topic is. Yes. And I would say that we will call that starting point validation. But before we get to that, make sure that you go to the swag shop. Right now, for example, if you were on watching video on YouTube, because we actually are there, even though YouTube is... We are in YouTube. We are there. Land USA right yes. now. Aaron is drinking from one of the cups that we have on our swag shop. It is a little wine uh, insulated goblet thingamabobber. That's tumbler. Tumbler. Oh, tumbler. Yeah. That's a wine tumbler. It does have a lid as well. It does. Yeah. And it says, don't, it says be more, don't whine more spelled with an H by the way for whining. No whining. Stop whining. Stop doing the chopper. Okay. I'm going to get sucked in. I'm going to pull. All right. So (laughs) easily distracted. Back to our show. Back to Uh, the lecture at hand. (laughs) People are like, stop it. Okay. So, Thinking in terms of validation and what's going on when you get into a situation where you, you've, you've had some kind of disagreement. There's quite a few situations where this can occur, but um, a lot of times the response and where I feel like as a therapist, I end up trying to intervene is when somebody is just avoiding the whole thing. And the reason that they're avoiding it is because either A, they don't want to deal with it. They just don't want, they're tired and exhausted of it. B, they don't want to deal with it. it has nothing to do with exhaustion. They're just avoidant. They just don't want to deal with it or C, they feel like they've, they, they there's, it's not going to go anywhere. There's, there's an impasse that's just done in every one of those situations. What I would say is you have to start the next time you have the converse, the next time you meet with them, like talk any with kind them. of an interaction, if yeah. you're going to like, you know, broach this conversation or interaction or relationship with this person. You know what? Let's define that a little more because I'm thinking of like, you see them the next morning. Oftentimes, you know, you're like, if, if you're in the office, you can do other things you don't have to have a conversation, so you probably would choose not to. Maybe you're not even in the morning you see them. You're not even up yet. Same thing in, in, if you happen to live with the person that you have your morning routine. You can just do that and avoid everything. And you're not meaning like if this is your coworker that you live with. That would be different. Yeah. Okay. That so would be two different. Different scenarios. Two, yes. To clarify. Oh my good. If Lord. that's your situation, we'll have hey, we'll have a tele- different episode. Tele- for tele- you. Telecommuting. <laughs> <laughs> we telecommute together from. Yeah. We go to each other's house. And anyway, my point is, is that it doesn't. The point when you would do this would be at the point when the tension's kind of in the air, like, and it's kind of one of those things where you walk into it directly. Or you really have to avoid it. You, you, have, you have like a decision in front of you. Ultimately, what I would, would say to get buy-in from you is you've got to think in terms of relational ease. Like if you want this relationship to be easier, then you need to do what we're talking about today. It doesn't mean, by the way, that I'm not telling you, oh, it's going to all be fine. This isn't, it's not a magic bullet, right? Nope. Or a, a, a magic wand that fixes everything. This is like the thing that begins the repair process. 
If you don't do this, you will not reconcile. It will not happen. It will just keep repeating. So some people, for example, are really good at ignoring. They can avoid pretty well. But when you get into like, it's like time, the whole coarse crap that time heals all wounds. It does not do that. It facilitates the ability to do that. It's just a, it's just an empty vessel and you got to put something inside of that time or do something productive inside of that empty vessel in order for that healing to take place. So you don't do anything. Things feel easier because of all this time's gone by. And then you get in an argument of some kind with the same person. And what ends up happening is they pull out or you pull out all of these things that you've that you didn't get through in the previous conversation. And now it's like some uh, therapists will call it like pulling out the kitchen, everything in the kitchen sink and just throwing everything in there. Or sometimes I know people will go back to like, well, what I was trying to say was or my point was. And it's like you're, you're just reiterating your point as if the other person didn't hear it or as if if we just boil it down to this one thing. Right. Then that's going to somehow get us somewhere. But it's like the other person is going to respond with the like, well, I already know or or I know. But my point was this other thing or that's because whatever. And it's like you've just picked back up again. Right. Because you're entering back into the content of whatever that disagreement or discussion was. And so nothing really has changed. If you want to look at it this way, it's like you were doing something and that was not producing a good result. And so if you keep doing that same thing again and again, right. And expecting a different result, that's our definition of crazy. (laughs) And we don't want crazy people listening to our podcast. So (laughs) no, it's okay. It's fine. (laughs) So don't do that. Sometimes the journey to well-being feels overwhelming, but you don't have to walk it alone. Welcome to the peer network where connection meets compassion through telehealth peer support. At the Peer Network, our certified support specialists are more than just trained professionals. They are individuals who have walked their own paths of recovery and resilience. They understand because they've been there. Imagine having someone who listens, relates, and supports you through your unique challenges, whether it's managing stress, navigating life transitions, or fostering mental wellness. Our peer support is here for you. Accessible from the comfort of your own home, our telehealth platform brings you a personalized support experience. It's confidential, flexible, and centered around your needs and schedule. It's time to embrace a new kind of support, one that's rooted in empathy, shared experiences, and the belief that everyone deserves to be heard and understood. Visit thepeernetwork.com today. Begin your journey with a companion who truly gets it. The Peer Network, where every step forward is a step together. Instead, you want to do what we're talking about on this episode. And so let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Boom shakalaka. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. (laughs) (laughs) Sign up for our course. (laughs) (laughs) Only $4.99. That was $490. Yeah. So this all comes from when we're talking about, I'm talking about validation, which all comes from, in my mind, kind of the setup is there's a uh, communication style out there called the Omago Couples Dialogue. It's a specific way to do conversation. And I, I teach it to, um, to, well, I'm teaching it. I teach it to couples. 
So the setup is you do this thing called mirroring and then you do validation and then you do empathy. The reason why I like it is because it separates out validation and empathy, which other conversation styles put together. And I've found that it makes the most sense to separate them because until you really can um, prove that you understand logically what the person is saying, you can't actually connect emotionally. You try to like, it's like you'll try to do it um, like in an integrated way because it'll feel natural because you want to talk about the person's feelings because you're recognizing their feelings. But if, if they don't believe that you understand what they're saying, then they won't believe that you get you get it from a feeling standpoint. And oftentimes that it's kind of like you're 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 blending the two. You're blurring the lines between the two. Like and if and you kind of need to get buy in or you need to sort of get approval to move from one to the next. And it's not as linear as that, although this format does kind of make it a little bit more linear just so that we accomplish the goal of each one, so to speak. Right. Um, if you don't have that, then oftentimes um, what I always tell couples is uh, don't say that you understand, explain what you understand. And that's a good example of something that helps the other person to know that you really and really feel that you do get it because the, the goal, the outcome that you're going for is the other person needs to feel felt. They need to feel felt, right? If you just say, Oh, I understand. Well, okay, great. Check. You know, it's like, <laughs> I don't know that you understand because we were just arguing before and you didn't seem to understand. And now the only thing that's changed is you've said the words, I understand that doesn't tell me, you know, sort of in my being that you that you really do get it. I don't feel more at ease. Right. Feel felt like, oh, you really do understand the logic of what I'm saying. So that mirroring is like making sure that you're getting all the information correct about what the other person is saying. Like, OK, no, I do. I understand you to be saying this. And the cool thing about that process in the mirroring is that it helps you to clarify maybe a like this is what I understand. And then the other person can clarify. Yeah, that's mostly right. But there's this one piece that you didn't get quite right. And it's usually like it's something silly, but it's but it's super helpful. Right. Because it's oh, I thought I understood that you were experiencing it in this, you know, um, dark blue way. And you're actually saying you had experienced it more in this medium blue or the, this light blue way, just a slight shade differently. It's still blue, still in the blue family. So I was close, but not quite right. That can be the, the difference between really feeling felt and being able to move forward and not moving forward. Right. So we are not going to teach you the Imago Couples Dialogue, to be clear. But the reason I bring it up is because the dialogue's pretty structured in the way that they really want you to go. Bing, bong, bing. Mirror validation empathy. What I've learned when you've been in a kind of a, a disagreement of some kind, the next time that you go to communicate, mirroring is, doesn't need to be a part of the process. Really where you have to start out is validation. So what validation is has to do with you're jumping in the shoes of the other person, looking at the world the way they look at it from a logical place, not from like how they feel about everything, just from logically you're agreeing like, OK, this person is not dumb. They have a viewpoint. I don't necessarily agree with it, but they have a viewpoint and you try to connect to that viewpoint and you also bring in 
everything that you know about that person is available for you to use. So it doesn't mean you're going to talk about everything you know. It just means that it's available. Why would you not want to connect with the, the person's feeling or how they experienced that viewpoint? Why are you leaving that part out? When you go to share the validation, you have to leave space for the person to be able to tell you that you get it. Because if not, if you're not, when you go like, let me give you an example. This is random. It could be applied to any relationship. So if I come in the next day and I say, um, Hey, so I just, we had that argument last night and, um, I know both of us didn't get anywhere with it. And it, it seems like from your perspective, what you were trying to tell me is you didn't really care about these three things. What you were trying to explain to me was this, this, and this. And that makes sense to me because ultimately you've always cared about this subject in this way. You've talked about it in other situations. And so it seems like that's what you were trying to get at. Am I understanding that right? And because if I just jump to feelings based on what the person's face was, you know, or whatever my experience Mm -hmm. was, they might, that is a secondary situation based on the argument that we had. I see. So it's kind of like what we said earlier. It's like if you haven't done that first part and you jump, you skip that and you go to that second part, the feeling part, you might have actually gotten some of that information incorrect. And so you they don't necessarily have the the buy in that you really get it. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you they don't have the buy in that you really connect with the feelings. You might be mostly correct about the feelings but there's not that buy-in. So it's kind of like you're doing that prematurely. Right. So, and then when you, when you say something like in my example, the other person might be, yes, that is what I'm saying. Like that is exactly what I'm trying to tell you. That was like that. I was kind of imagining when you said that I was imagining, okay, this is our, our disagreement or whatever. I care about these other things. As soon as you said that, I kind of felt my body sort of relax a little bit inside. I was like, yes, that's it. Yes. That is what I care about. You know, it's like this. Thank you for seeing that. Right. The other side of that, too, it's like it it can land with the person that like, wait a minute, you well, you disagree with that? Like you seem to understand that. Why do you not? So now there's not more of a natural question. We can move out of the like frustration or the hurt, whatever that that negative feeling is. And then we can move into curiosity and collaboration together. Let me be clear about this. I'm making this, we are making this very simple sounding. This is probably one of the most difficult things that you can do in a relationship. It is the secret sauce of making things go forward and connect it all. We're just professional (laughs) therapists who do this all the time. So we make it look very easy because with our workouts, our muscles are so huge. We're just used to lifting these huge things that are so light to us now because the muscles are gigantic. Oh my goodness. That's all from the pit of hell lies. Um, so, um, yeah, well, what I'm talking about in the difficulty is when you go to do that conversation, in other words, when it presents the opportunity, what you're going to feel like you're doing isn't what I just said. What you're going to feel like you're doing in in the examples is more like this. Hey, yeah, I just realized you're totally right. And I have no choice but to agree with everything that you're saying. I'm not sure why I ever disagreed. And may God have mercy on my soul. (laughs) 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 Which everything in your being is going to be going, do not do that. Yeah. And I I really appreciate that you said that, actually, because I think um, it's important that 
our listeners hear that. And also, I would say it's it's going to sound like you're saying that. And also what in my experience talking with people, it feels uh, like you're you're jumping into your shame. It's, it, it can feel mm-hmm. like for a lot of people, if you have a hard time do, doing this, it can feel like you're also saying I'm such a bad person. You're mm-hmm. su- you're a better person than me. Um, I'm such an idiot or, um, you know, what's wrong with me or clearly I don't have you know, I'm not as smart as you. There's all these kind of like insecure inferiority kinds of things, because essentially, like, I think people who can struggle with this, that shame of like admitting that somebody else has a different viewpoint than yours, you're kind of saying what you believe you're saying is mine is no good. It's one or the other. Yours is right and mine is wrong or yours is good and mine is bad. Mm hmm. And well, and the other, the thing that the folks will regularly say, and I've completely experienced this as this thing called a human being is it feels like you're totally agreeing with the other person. Validation is not agreement. All you're doing is saying that you can see it from that perspective. And earlier in our example, remember that the other person's kind of comes to the place where they feel like you should agree since you understand this, because I know that my belief system is awesome. You know, whatever, but that's how the conversation can go. So, um, what I will tell people to, I'll just add this in. Aaron's going to say something in a second is who, it doesn't really matter. Uh, most of the time, it doesn't really matter. Like who starts the validation. What I tell people is whoever has the most energy to do it. Honestly, you know, you, <laughs> you meet the next morning, you've gone through the coffee, you're ignoring things for a while, whatever. And then it kind of the opportunity, whoever has the most energy to go like, okay, I and do, do and do I can do it. That person starts. It's not really. And you should else. if you have the energy to do it. I, I want to encourage you. Yes, do it. You should do it. It feels humbling, you know, to to walk to the other person and and to offer this. But you really are offering. You're making an offering to the other person that is something that's generous, that is good, right? That's uh, that's connecting or whatever. And it's it's like a peace offering, right? And if you are the other person that's receiving it dang, freaking receive it, man. Like, don't pick up the argument. Don't make your point, you know, humbly and graciously receive it. Say thank you, you know, for saying that I do appreciate it or whatever. Like, because the other person has gone through the effort to give this right, receive it and complete that process and make it a good one. Right. The the, the reality is, is that um, if you're listening to this podcast, the, the likelihood is you're trying to be a good human, ultimately. And which means that generally speaking, you take relationships seriously. Like they're important to you in general. So all you're doing is honoring your own value in that way that you value relationships. You're going to try to be remember that be you're being respectful to the other person by by recognizing their position. And in that way, if, if it doesn't go to like we, we started off in this podcast, this does not mean that everything's going to be fixed. But you can look yourself in the mirror and know like, okay, look, I'm doing what I can do. And if you validation begins a process for reconciliation and and think about it this way, too. Earlier, we were talking about how when you don't have this communication, kind of ignore and expect time to fix it. All these things come flooding back in. If you do this, that will not happen. And if it were to happen it would be awkward to be the other person knowing while they're doing that, that that is entirely stupid. 
it, it won't they even will be know it as well. They, they, they will, will know it. Yes, they will. It will like hit them in the face. All right. With that, I think it's time, Aaron. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to our show. Don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts to leave us a review and subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also visit our website at www.shrinkthinkpodcast.com forward slash course and sign up for our free email course, Nine Ways to Overcome Fear and Self-Doubt. And you'll get nine weeks worth of customized, practical strategies you can use to get past the fear that's holding you back in your life. Thanks again for listening. 